Hi, I'm Natalie Mullen, former people pleaser and queen of doing way too much, turned holistic life coach and wellness educator for purpose-seeking women of color and allies. Welcome to From a Full Cup. On this podcast, I teach you how to use the 12 pillars of wellness to discover your purpose, up-level your well-being, and create the life of your dreams, because we all deserve to be fulfilled, and you simply can't pour from an empty cup. Through candid conversations, insightful interviews, and motivational nuggets, you'll feel inspired, empowered, and supported as together we navigate this thing called life, holistically and with your well-being at the center. If you're committed to personal development and you're ready for more, you're in the right place. Now let's get started. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of From a Full Cup. I am so excited to have with me today, Chinema Azubake. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Natalie. I'm so excited. You know, um, listeners, Natalie has been on my podcast and I'm here, so I'm excited to be on No, I was going to tell them that I'm first. <laughs> I want, okay, I just need a moment. Chinema doesn't know I'm doing this, but I just need to big her up. Guys, I was on her podcast, which is amazing. We're going to talk about it, I'm sure, several times throughout this podcast, but I want to talk about it first. Go listen to it. It's called, oh, what wait, do what's I it know? called? But what? <laughs> but what do I know? B-W-D-I-K. Yes, ma'am. Um, it's, uh, make sure I get it right. It's amazing. It's so good. And our conversation was so good. And now we're friends. And I'm so excited um, to have Jinma on today. Okay, I just had to get that out the way. And she's so gracious and she's so kind and she's so helpful and all of these amazing things. Okay. Mm-hmm. No, so, thank you. Now so that I've rambled. <laughs> okay. Please, Chitima, introduce yourself to the listeners in your own words, and then we will get started. Of course. Again, you know, thank you. Thank you so much for your kind words. I feel like I love, you know, seeing all the other like black women podcasts that are coming out of Toronto now. And I'm really excited because yeah, girl, it was only a few years ago. I was looking around, I'm like, where are we at? But now we're <laughs> we're here and the numbers are growing. So I'm really excited. Um, you know, for the listeners, my name is Chirima Zibike, as uh, Natalie mentioned. So I am a, a city planner. So in the daytime, I work on like housing projects. And I know we're really concerned about affordability in the city of Toronto. So I work on that in the daytime, I'm trying to build communities. And then in my nighttime, I'm building virtual community <laughs> with the podcast. So that's sort of like the link between my day and my nightlife. Um, yeah. So podcasting in the evening, community building in the daytime. Um, and yeah, that's a little bit of me. And like Natalie mentioned, you know, the podcast is what do I know? And yeah, go ahead and get into it. You can start with Natalie's episode and then check out all the other ones. <laughs> I like the link, though, between physical communities and virtual communities. That is a really cool um Concept because I think a lot of times too, people feel detached. They feel like their work is one thing and they have like their own personal dreams or desires or passions and they, they don't know how to fit it in. But mm-hmm. you've found a way to bridge the gap. So I love that. And I guess we can just get started with you sharing your backstory. How did you decide that you wanted to start a virtual community, that you wanted to host your own podcast, that you wanted it to be wellness related? Yeah, it's so funny that you 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 know you mentioned the like the link and how you really like that because now I'm like, oh my God, that is the link. But two years ago, three years ago, when I started the podcast, I was so confused. And I went through a whole like mini like identity crisis because I was like, oh my God, like, do I want to quit my job? Like, I feel like what I'm doing in my nine to five is not matching what I want to do and what I'm doing in my evening or the rest of my life. And I want freedom and I, I want to be able to like just do the podcast full time and I was looking around and everyone around me 
was starting businesses, especially during COVID. Everyone is an entrepreneur. I have a friend who's a hairstylist. I had friends who were doing like personal training. Like everybody was on like the entrepreneurial tip, which is very in and sexy right now. And I was just like, oh my God, like uh, I'm on a nine to five and I'm building cities and like I'm explaining it to people and people are like, oh my God, that's so cool. But like, especially like, the job that I was at at that time, it just wasn't aligned because I wasn't doing the housing core stuff that I was doing in the other in the other company. It was just a lot more like administrative and it wasn't what I wanted to do. So I was just, I was just so confused and I was lost. Like 2020, girl, I was just questioning. It was the year of questioning. I was questioning mm. life. We were questioning, you know, race and everything with all of that was happening with George Floyd. We were questioning health and all the systems around us. We were questioning our mental health with not being able to access third spaces. And then a lot of people were also questioning like their careers, their jobs. And so that happened to me a lot. And I feel like I questioned and over questioned to the point where I was like, like, honestly, I think the only reason I didn't quit my job was because I have a fear of not having money. <laughs> like, I'm just That's like, real. I can't, I can't go broke. Like I need, I need money. So that was really the thing that held me. Or if not for that, like if I really could have sustained it, I feel like I would have quit my job and I would have just kind of poured all I had into the podcast. So that was sort of like the premise and the con the context was I was very like, I was questioning, I was really into radio. My mom had told me like, you have a beautiful voice for radio. Like, you know, and she had told me this years ago, but again, I'm an immigrant. So I didn't know what a career in radio could look like. And, mm -hmm. you know, I went to school for, for city planning and I was supposed to do law, but I stopped the city planning because I was like, I'm done with this. So mm -hmm. I didn't really know, know what a career in broadcasting could look like. But in 2020, it was bittersweet. But I think the sweet part of that whole year was that it gave us time to slow down. Mm -hmm. I think I was able to really slow down my life. We were working from home. Some of us are still, you know, privileged enough to do that. Thankfully, I still am. But yeah, I was working from home and it allowed me to be able to at five o'clock, close my computer, not have to commute that hour plus, And then I could take a little bit of a break for myself and then I can go work on my content. So then I started, I was like, you know what, this is the time. Like, let me start this podcast. Let me start this podcast. And then I kind of just started connecting with a good friend who helped me with the design and logo aspect of it. And gradually it came together. And then just the story of like wanting a space to affirm, because at that time I was just so like, I was confused. I also was having a little bit of imposter syndrome too, because I was also new to the workplace. I was a new graduate yeah. in 2019 and in 2020 it was like my first full year. So I was really feeling a lot of like, whoa but what do I know like I this is my first big big girl job like I don't know what I'm doing here and you know and so I really just wanted a space where I was like okay you, do, you don't know everything but you know a little bit of something so that mm -hmm. can be affirmed in this um in this space so that was kind of like you know what drove me to starting the, the podcast and platform I love that I would never mm -hmm. have guessed that but what an interesting story and I'm so glad that you were able to kind of use a podcast as a way to kind of affirm what's going on for you. And I think mm -hmm. that's important because I think a lot of times, like people come to podcasting for different reasons. So some people are coming and they are coming as a thought leader or as a teacher or, or as an expert. Other people are coming out of a place of curiosity and they yep. want to interview the experts. Other people are coming because they want to be a part of a process. Like they themselves want to heal and be in a space where other people are healing. And I think that's kind of where yours is at. Yep. And, and, it, and it can still touch on the others too. And I think that that is 
really powerful because it just shows different access points, right? It's different mm-hmm. entry points for podcasting. I know a lot of times people, I've met so many people who've said, oh, I want to start a podcast, but da 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 And there's so yeah. many <laughs> excuses and reasons for why they either they feel like they don't have all the information or they're not an expert or they don't know what they would talk about. But there's so many different ways that you can frame a podcast to make it work for whatever you need to make it work, right? But mm-hmm. I think it's just being intentional about you don't have to stick with it. Like if you come into the space starting one way, you can evolve, you can grow, you can change your mind. Absolutely. You can say this is not working for me or maybe you gravitate to something new too. So um, yeah, no, I really love that. And just kind of also talking about what was happening at the time in 2020, like a, a lot was happening. And so I can see this as just kind of being a, a, an outlet to support your own mental well-being yep. in a time where the world was literally going crazy yep. in all Chaos. facets of life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly so, what it was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. So let me ask you then, especially since you were in this space of kind of, you know, starting out a full-time career job now and um, maybe just not being 100% confident in what you were doing. And again, taking on all that was happening with racial tension at the time, COVID, et cetera, et cetera. How has your personal healing and wellness journey been impacted since you've started your podcast? I feel like <laughs> this is this might sound a little funny, but I tell my friends like this podcast is for everybody, but it's also for me. Because like, not to say that I'm like, milking and just sucking my guests dry but i am getting like good information that feeds Mm -hmm. my soul with every conversation i have with the guests on my podcast and a lot of it is like like you mentioned out of curiosity for me so even like i just had a guest and we were talking about like you know everything from women and, and like our caring for our bodies and everything and then i've had therapists on i've had yourself a wellness practitioner on and i'm very much like a student of wellness like I'm not an expert and I know that that was something that was like oh my god how am I going to talk about wellness on my podcast when I don't I'm not a therapist I, maybe should I switch maybe like it'll be more aligned but I think the the conversations have been so healing for me and I've been it's changed a lot of my understanding I feel like it's in a way a journal for me too because I think I will really look back even in the episodes I did in 2020 and you can tell that my mood and where I was in life has like shifted. I feel like just in general, like it's reflective of what was going on. I was a little bit more like angry. I was figuring things out. And then now there's just joy within like it. And you can kind of get that sense even through like maybe the conversations and, and that kind of stuff. So yeah, I would say one, like the information I've gotten that like the guests, the conversations are very healing. And even when I ask the guests, especially like the black women I have, that's the majority of my guests anyway. But like when I asked the black women on the podcast, like, you know, how have you overcome your, but what do I know moments? And they talk to me, I'm like, and they tell me their answers. I'm so inspired. And even from having certain conversations about like intergenerational trauma, intergenerational healing, I've put some of that stuff into practice in my life. Um, Even like our conversation about like partnership, like it's just like, I feel like it's legit, like life lessons that I'm taking. And I'm like, oh, this is so good for my soul too. So it's definitely like, yeah, just been amazing in that aspect and regard. And I'm so glad you did this podcast because whenever I'm listening to your podcast, 
And, okay, I'll, I'll say one thing and then I'll go back. But yeah. whenever I'm listening to your podcast, I'm always learning too. So it's it's nice to be a part of the learning. It's like, it's mm-hmm. a co-creative space, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And even sometimes from the guests, I see that they're kind of going through their own process. Maybe things are kind of coming to them because it's the, in the exchange of conversation. And this is exactly. why relationships are so important when we think about well-being, because there's no point in you being an expert and you're isolated or you're siloed off yeah. or a relational world. So the community is important and it's in the exchange, it's in the dialogue, it's in the conversation little light bulbs start to go off and you're like, Mm -hmm. oh, actually, I never considered it in such a way before. Or, oh, you've furthered the thinking I was already feeling inside or you've reaffirmed or you have affirmed something that was deep within me. So these conversations, when people can speak truth and speak uh, power to you and and just kind of help you enlighten your own self, they are enlightening the community it's really an exciting experience and it's a collective experience too right so Mm -hmm. no i i really love that and i love being a part of that and something i also enjoy about your podcast is that okay y'all you have to go listen to it but chid and i'm gonna call you chid for short so kid um does a really good job with her editing and she starts off talking about music she talks about what's happening in the city so you just feel so connected in a yeah. different kind of way before you like just dive yeah, right into the topic yeah. and i don't and i listen to quite a few podcasts i don't think i've ever heard anybody else do anything like that and i was like right. this is so di-. there's like a song of the week and you yeah. have good music taste because i'm always <laughs> like okay so i'm like moving i'm like sending the songs to people as if i came up with them myself and people know people know i could never have found these songs on my own because Right. I like music, but I don't. I don't go searching yeah, for it. To but go, you exactly, with some exactly. very, very good music. So I, yeah. I love how you, your podcast has its own feel to it, and I, yeah. I really kind of appreciate it. And and it's really themed at the same time around the concept of, but what do I know? And so yeah, I, I just really like that. Uh, so I just yeah. let you know that. <laughs> now so tell much, me what's yeah. something, uh, what's something that's been like surprising that you've learned or you've encountered since starting the podcast. Ooh, surprising. Ooh, girl, this is a good one. Okay, so I feel like it didn't really like surprise me, but I think a little bit surprised when I first started. I I didn't know like the magnitude of like podcasts and stuff. So I think what has surprised me is just the fact that like you can be in Canada, put on a podcast and someone in like Indonesia can be hearing it. I think that part still gets me. It's just how far your voice travels. And even if like your platform is small, like all it takes is for someone to just search up the right words on their phone and your podcast will come up and you'll listen to it. Like, I'm just like, I've seen like women in Iraq are listening in the Middle East and Jamaica, Nigeria. And I'm like, oh, wow. Like, okay someone is really hearing my voice so I think that still gets to me sometimes and I'm like well people are hearing what I'm saying like and it's not even like oh my god people are hearing what I'm saying like it's a very it's very humbling because each time mm. I think about that I remember the power of the mic and just like the, the the power and how it travels and I never like take any conversation for granted but um but yeah I think that would be something that's surprising and then this is not not surprising but again it's very humbling it's just how like you know when you're a content creator when you're first starting you you're so optimistic oh my god I'm gonna do this it's gonna be great 
And for like the first year, it's just a lot of like talking into the echo chamber a little bit. And then like guests won't take you seriously. You uh, have guests come on and they don't want to like even have their camera on when they're talking to you. And so it's, a, yeah, it was wild, girl. <laughs> and I'm sitting oh, no. like, if this was Oprah, you would absolutely have been prepared for absolutely. this. Absolutely. Like, respect. Put some respect on my name in this podcast. You know, so a lot of it was just, it was a little surprising, you know, because people talk so much about content creation and all this stuff at, at such a high level. But when you first start, I think some people want to hop on the train, um, for lack of a better word, after you've gotten some like accolade mm-hmm. or after you mm-hmm. start like sharing accomplishments and stuff. So that was a little bit like, hmm, damn, OK, but yeah. Yeah, no, you know what? That makes sense, though, too, because I remember um even as I'm like, I, I find my guests in different ways, but sometimes people will be like, oh, you don't have enough episodes. I don't want to be on your yeah. show or, yeah. um, oh, how many reviews do you have or how many followers do you have? And they'll ask you those yeah. things before was... they even agree to be on your show. What's your social media following, et cetera. And I'm yeah. like, oh, I didn't realize like all of those other things kind of factor into it. And so it's just that's been interesting for me too because I think I was just mm-hmm. like huh I just thought people would be more open for conversations in general but some yeah. have been and and yeah. in some ways uh like for me it was just very tiny and just starting out yeah. I've been I've been very grateful to have um some people who I would say are 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 more successful and more experienced in the podcast world who have been such as yourself. Mm-hmm. So, right. mm-hmm. uh, and I, and that makes me feel, um, I think that brings back the humanity of it all. Cause it's yes. like, okay, but just like, I'm just a person who's trying to put good out there. And if you are mm-hmm. aligned with good, then you let's do good. Yeah, together. exactly. <laughs> and no, you're what you're experiencing is literally what I was experiencing and trying to be diplomatic about it. Yeah. That, that was exactly <laughs> what I kind of went through the first year. And then I was like, okay, so some people don't like, you know, you'd send some emails out to guests you don't hear back. And, and I'm not speaking about, you know, sometimes you get pitches to be on your podcast and you can tell that they don't listen to your podcast. I'm talking like, you know, you pitch, you, you get yourself prepared. You're, you know, that you're aligned, but because you're not, as big as the other podcast or as big as that expert they feel or or a lot of times people are turning podcasts into ways to kind of now sell products and to pitch so if they feel like you know you don't have the audience for it then it's it's a no so yeah so what's something that you're proud of so far in this in this podcasting journey honestly so I am proud well firstly you know we just reached a hundred thousand downloads so I'm really proud of that um because I, my goal for this year, I was like, okay, I'm going to, let's see if we can hit like 40,000. Let's see if we can hit 50,000. So oh, to wow. double that. Yeah. So to double that. And the year's not even year, done. I know. So to double that is wild. But also what I'm proud of is the fact that I'm gradually finding my community and who these conversations are made for. Mm. Um, Because it takes time. Like I'm three years in and yes, I've reached, I've, you know, reach some milestones but i'm still figuring out ways to reach the right people not just to reach the masses but to reach the right people and that's always my prayer with this podcast it's like you know like god the same way that i'm enjoying this content and it's edifying and it's really helping people like keep let it reach the right ears and let it get to the right people because honestly one of my fears is going viral like i really don't want to go viral and i don't it's not like a thing for me i don't really want it and I remember when I first started this podcast, I would 
call my friend and and I'd be like, so this these are the podcasts that are getting big and that are getting the numbers. They're talking about who's dating who and who's talking about who and who's doing this. And is this what you guys want me to talk about? Cool, I, I'll do it then. And my friend is like, okay, first of all, that's not you. <laughs> so let's not. Second of all, you're in your own lane, your own space. You're doing your own thing. There, they will be big. It might be for now. It might be for long, but you have content for years. You have ideas, you have things and it's pushing us forward and it's, you have like a niche audience. So, so I think putting that in my mind, writing it down and just reminding myself, like, this is for a particular audience is not necessarily for like the mainstream top 100. It's for a certain group of people that really want it has been like really, really, really um, helpful. And it's something that I'm proud of that I'm now starting to reach those people. Yeah. I I love everything about that because that shows your heart. And I think in society today, so many people are chasing clout. They're chasing followers. They're chasing fame. They're chasing accolades, all sorts of things. But when you can just follow what's in your heart and you Mm. can follow what you feel like you've been called to do, you are chasing purpose. And exactly. how much more powerful is it to chase mm-hmm. purpose and impact right? as opposed to like who don't get me wrong. Once in a while, I can get caught up in who's dating, who, who's yeah, divorcing, of course, who, like, of course. what do you mean Jeezy's divorcing Jeannie Mac? Jeannie Mac, you know, Imam and like, Tiana. What? <laughs> right. What do you mean? But, but then like, that's for a moment, but that's not changing my life because I have nothing to do with me. Right. You right. know, yes. Like that's them. Right. But mm-hmm. when I'm going to hear about, healing intergenerational trauma or um, like disruptive wellness or how to take care of my health as a woman. Like these are things that are going to impact my well-being. They impact my day-to-day life. I can use these lessons. I can teach them to other people coming up in my community as well. Like this is about impact. And I think impact is important and you can't Mm -hmm. measure impact because let me tell you, if you impact one person, you've done your job. And And I have to... Even with my podcast, that's always been my goal because, yeah. like, I was like, "Oh, I'm not even going to check the numbers." I don't know. I, that's my. Well, that was me. Honest. That was me for like the first year and a half. I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to check the number because I would check it. I'm like, okay, all right, <laughs> humbling. <laughs> not going to check it again. <laughs> I legitimately have checked my numbers once, and the only re- officially once. Sometimes it's by accident, and it's kind of bad. Like, I don't know. Maybe this is something I need to work on because there's a way that I can type to get into my uh, podcasting platform where the numbers just show right show away. Yeah, yeah, but I deliberately yeah. type it a different way so as not to see it. Like I go yeah. through the back end. Yeah. And like, I don't know, maybe that's weird. Maybe I need to work on it. But I'm like, I just knew for myself, I didn't want to get discouraged if I see low numbers or anything. I'm like, I just yeah. want to get out the message and let me focus on, you know, being comfortable, doing like figuring out how to even do it. And then like later on, I can, you know, focus on growth and, and whatever. But I'm like, I feel like, I have a message to share and things that mm-hmm. can help people and make an impact. So I'm like, that's what I want to get out. And then I'll try to get it out to more of just like what you're saying to the, to the right people. Exactly. But even if one person, like that's... thank God for my friends, it's like they'll message me be like, Oh, now that I just listened. And I'm like, Whoa, okay. If it thank impacted you, so you much. I'm good. Like I'm on the right track. And I think it's, mm-hmm. I think that's so important. This idea of like, being okay with not going viral and not even seeking that. And if you, if you happen to, because you happen to, then fine. But yeah, really just exactly. about chasing like the impact and purpose in the, and like that to me is, is way more fulfilling for you. Right. Because it's not Absolutely. even like, you're like, Oh, I have this super successful podcast. It's like, Oh, I'm changing lives here. 
Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm helping people heal. I'm helping people move yes. forward. Like God is mm-hmm. to me so exciting and nothing can replace that mm-hmm. because that healing can, can impact. There's a ripple effect. Mm-hmm. There's a ripple effect. So, so I love that. I'm going to read something. This was something that was shared about our episode together. Okay. It, so that episode, I knew it was going to be good because you know, when you talk about like w- knowing when to leave situations and when to like leave, especially like relationships, jobs and your personal story, I was like, oh, n- need to talk to her. But then also I knew that other people would resonate, but I'm going to read this. So this is from a social page called Christ and Conversations. And it says, um, I don't really ask people about my life and what I should be doing. This message really resonated with me. Be empowered. Be yourself. Don't compare what someone else is doing. Comparison is a thief of joy. Find things that fulfill you and align with your values and your vision for your life. Seeking confirmation and acceptance from others may lead you more and more into confusion and scrutiny. I personally can only speak from my lens and it may not be yours and that's okay. It's great to ask for perspective, but your life, your purpose, your values are really only yours and no one else, no human being can lead you into your purpose and identity. And I think this was the timestamp here was at like the 20 minute mark. So that's when we were talking about like our purpose, your identity, what's the difference between identity and um, sorry, like a purpose and what that means. Mm-hmm. And it's just nice to see that like people are listening, they're thinking, they're like, you know, because sometimes I know we get caught up in like engagement, like, oh my God, like, share, comment, back to what we we're saying. And and it's like, yeah, we're all trying to push it. So that it's like, here, get some good content, get some positive, some positive conversations out there. But it's just nice to know that people are listening, people, and it's resonating with someone, you know? Yeah, I, I love that because everything she wrote, I'm like, yes, exactly. Yeah. Like, she's exactly right. So yeah, um, that makes me feel so good. Thank you for sharing yeah, that. And no I, worries. again, like, that's what it's about. It's about like having conversations that make people think, that make people reflect. And for my own self, just like you, I am always reflecting as I'm saying things, even, even mm-hmm. my solo episodes, I'm like healing myself as I'm talking and I'm like yeah. considering things and I'm like, okay, okay. Cause as I share a tip, it's like, I'm practicing that for myself too. So, um, it's it's just really exciting to kind of have this creative space that can be a healing space and an affirming space mm-hmm. at the same and a fun space. Like I I, exactly. I find it fun. I enjoy it too. Exactly. Um, exactly. And I think the unexpected part for me was like that I would actually make connections with people. And it's like these interviews are maybe half an hour, an hour, but then you're like, you feel like you're you've been friends with this person for so for, long. You're like, for wow. Years. And I'm like, like oh, wow. I love this. Come back. <laughs> that brings you, it makes you connected to people that otherwise maybe you would never have been connected to. So super yeah. exciting. And so, okay. Cause you do this um, on the side, but you still have yeah. your full-time job. You still have your nine to five job. And so yeah. a lot of people want to do something and they are worried about how to balance. How do I manage a side hustle when I still have a full-time job? And so I want you to share a little bit more about that. Like, how has that journey been for you? And and maybe some strategies that have helped you along that way. Right. Um. So I would say, who the first thing is, if you want to start a side hustle, whether it's, you know, creative, like content creation or like an, like a product business or whatever, I think it's always important to ask yourself why, because that way, when you know the why, it also kind of helps you know how much effort and time you want to allocate to that. <laughs> if your why is I want this to just relieve stress, then 
perhaps it shouldn't be taking 20 hours of your week if you want it to relieve stress, right? Versus if your why is like, I want this to be my full-time job one day, or I want this to be a source of income, then knowing that why, that will help you out on the days when it's tough and you're like, oh my God, why am I doing this again? Then you remember, okay, I'm doing this because there's a brighter future, but keeps you going. So Mm -hmm. I think it's important to like, to really know your why. And for me, my why has sort of changed. Like, I think when I first started, I was really like, okay, like hopefully this grows and I, and I do this and I do this and I do this. And then I was like, you know what? Nah, like I'm going to keep putting out quality content out there. I'm going to keep building a community one day at a time. And I don't really know, like, I know the why in terms of that. I'm going to, that it's to build community, to put out quality content and to sustain a like, you know, virtual platform for, for black and women of color. But beyond that, I don't really know. And I'm okay with that for now because it leaves a little bit of pressure, especially because I'm in a, I'm privileged enough that I'm not dependent on it for money. So it's okay, you know? So I think, uh, yeah, like it's important to know your why. And then that way you're able to set boundaries and set a sustainable schedule for yourself so for me I know that like I put out episodes every other week I cannot put out a weekly episode because it's really just me and I think I have a videographer that I do that I use sometimes when I'm doing in-person episodes which I rarely do and then I have a friend who you know helps me here and there with like social media but it's really still just me so I can't record edit prepare the content to be shareable on social media, all the clips, all the posts, the captions and post every single week. That's a lot for me. So I've created a schedule that works for me. I've also set boundaries for myself. It has also to a certain extent, not really affected, but it's also shaped like my social life because if I work nine to five, then some of my evenings I'm working out or, you know, I'm doing Pilates, I'm at the gym And then, you know, maybe I'm not able to edit during the weekdays. That means now I'm editing on the weekends or like I'm editing maybe Mm. Saturday morning or Saturday night, depending on how I feel. It then means maybe I'm not out partying. Maybe I'm missing one or two brunches here and there. I'm not I'm not sacrificing my social life. Like I'm still going to meet up with my girls and we're still, Mm -hmm. you know, do what we have to do. And I'm still trying to sustain different relationships and friendships in my life. But it's something to be aware of because I think entrepreneurship or side hustles are made to look sexy. But then when you start, there will be times where it's like, ooh, okay, it's this or that, <laughs> which uh-huh. one will it be this week? So yeah, yeah that, and that's just sort of what it is. So I think, yeah, knowing your why, um, setting sort of like boundaries and schedules that are sustainable. Like again, if you know that you cannot be posting and you cannot be doing content creation every single day, then pace yourself. Like if, especially if it's your first year, okay, maybe I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start by posting three times a week. If it's a podcast, maybe once a month, and then work your way up to bi-weekly, and then weekly if you have a team or something. But just it needs to be sustainable because then we get into things like burnout and all that stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I think that that's so important to say um, because passion is not what sustains you. Because you can be passionate about something. I really care about it. But there just comes a point where it's it, it literally goes down to your your why and resilience. Because yep. there are times where you're just like, I don't 
one like how do I undo like I'm sure I'm sure a lot of people are like uh I, I changed my mind like how do I get out of this yeah it just comes in different seasons different moments especially when life is lifing on top of the responsibility right because it's like yeah you could have a schedule for yourself where it's like okay I'm gonna record every two weeks I'm gonna upload whatever yeah. or every other week um but then it's like let's just say you get sick or exactly. something happens in your family or something happens in society, right? Like those things can mm -hmm. also still come and impact. And so even for myself, like I'm kind of thinking it through and I'm like, hmm, maybe I'm going to make some change. I don't know why, but like, I don't have official seasons, but I've kind of already told myself December is going to be a pause. Mm -hmm. I just feel like the world should pause in December. But <laughs> like the holiday season, I just feel like should be a natural pause. So I know I'm taking a minimum of two weeks off, if not the whole month. And I'm going to use that time to say like, you know, are there changes I want to make for next year? Um, I kind of thought about the podcast without thinking about the social media aspect of the podcast. <laughs> yeah. And then I was like, oh, oh, reels. Oh, but it's okay. And, and you learn, you learn slowly. And like mm -hmm. the way you market your podcast is so beautiful. And I, I'm learning so much just um, observing mm -hmm. your page and, right. and you get ideas from other people. And again, of you course. have to know what you can and can't do. You can't, you have to remain true to yourself too at the end of the day and true to your skill set and true to how you want to show up and, and what you have the capacity to do at Girl. the time. <laughs> capacity. Like, capacity. Capacity. <laughs> true to yourself. Like, for example, yeah, for example, what you said, like the pause in December so that I do that as well. Like I kind of have like um, official season. So my seasons will go from March to December. So I, at December, like mid-December, like December 15th, last episode goes out sometimes a little earlier. And then, I have this, the rest of December to rest and not think about the podcast. And then I have January and February to start like pre-recording episodes for the season, at least get a few, you know, under my belt. So that is just a matter of like editing. Um, and then it just also allows you to think and recharge that creativity. Like I feel like because it's unfortunate that everything is so like marketable content profit. It really like affects the way that people are able to sit down and think about the quality of things that they've been putting out so yeah definitely give yourself that break too I'm like maybe march to december i'm like let me let me sit with that in my spirit because that sounds <laughs> yeah that sounds so i'm gonna yeah i'm gonna have to consider it for myself but like and that's what everybody has to do they have to see like but sometimes you just need that pause so that you have space, space to yeah. then consider like this mental space i don't think we talk about that a lot but we just keep going 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 Right. And we push ourselves and we push ourselves. But sometimes you run ragged or you're it's just it's like stale. It's like you don't have like a freshness of ideas because you didn't allow space for that. Mm -hmm. So it's really good to just yeah, create that pause and, and kind of go from there. And funny enough, we're talking about pauses and you you taught me a new phrase and and I'm a teacher, so I you know, I but teachers do not know at all. I always tell my students that like I don't know, guys. But you taught me a new phrase which was about liminal journey and I remember when you wrote that I was like what is she talking about I had to go google that right quick so can you explain to the listeners what is a liminal journey and yeah. how do you connect with that concept yeah so I think it was yeah liminal journey or the more or specific liminal term space. liminal space yes exactly. yeah, yeah I just read yeah. it I was like I don't think that was what she said <laughs> no, <laughs> liminal okay. space my yeah. bad <laughs> and when I heard, I heard it from a podcast. So shout out to the podcast that would be educating for real because yeah, that's why I picked that term up. And I was like, oh, this is exactly where I'm at. Um, and so, you know, for listeners, it's essentially just sort of when you're in that in-between transition space of like 
where you've been and where you're going. So for example, maybe you recently quit a job or you got fired. So you're in that space of like, I left the job. I'm not there. Where am I going? Maybe you left a relationship a friendship, you're pivoting your career. And that space is where it's really where you have to like sit. It's where you have a lot of questioning. It's where some doubt, some fear may come in. But it's also where you have the opportunity to like reflect, think on what went wrong for the previous situation. So like previously, like I switched jobs and I was saying like in that time period of like, you know, not really working, I was reflecting. I was like, okay, like this is these are the things I don't really I didn't like my previous position. How do I switch that? How do I factor that in, factor that in even as I'm applying for jobs so that I know that I'm not just taking anything I get? Um, you know, how do I factor what type of a vision I have for my life, like where I'm able to do my nine to five and do my side hustle and not be burnt out? What does that look like for me? And that allowed me to like be more confident as I was applying. Now I'm a lot more like just I'm 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 really prioritizing that like work life balance and like la- the week before my past vacation, it was slacking a little bit. And I had to say, no, no, there's a reason that you you know, we're setting these boundaries. Don't let them think that you can work three hours extra every day. No, 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 not going to happen. Go back. So I think, yeah, those spaces are kind of like those transition periods that you're like, whoa, where am I going? But I think that's where a lot of like the planning, thinking, reflecting really can like propel you for like where you're going. Yeah. Yeah, I, um, yeah, that's so true. And like, even for myself, I mean, I've been in liminal spaces and different at different times of life actually I'm in one right now mm-hmm. that I'm trying to figure out but I gotta sit with it for a while sometimes, sometimes you just have to sit with something for a while and you have to really contemplate and figure out your next steps um but before when I was going through a marriage separation like that was a very difficult liminal space mm-hmm. but the good thing about that is that you as you said you have that time to sit and say well what do I want like going forward Mm-hmm. What what changes would I make? What aligns with me? What do I even need? Like, you know, what do I not need? And so it really allows you to ask yourself questions that when you're in deep in something, you don't have time to ask, right? Like when you're yeah. working every day, you don't have the mental space to say, well, what kind of different job would I would I want or have? It's it's harder. But if you yeah. get opportunity for a liminal space, and, and not everybody sees it as an opportunity, but I would encourage you and challenge you to to see it as okay, let me use this this time and space productively yeah how can I get to the next version of myself to the next step on my journey the next rung on my ladder so to speak Mm -hmm. and um so that you're always moving forward and not not backwards like that that's one thing about me I I, I'm forward driven and now sometimes life throws you curveballs and it might set you back in some ways Mm -hmm. okay I, I would know, trust me. But but even though you're set back in some ways, you can still be moving forward in other ways. Yeah. And so I just want to send that encouragement. If anyone's listening and you feel like, listen, life has thrown me a whole boulder and, and it's rolled you over and you're going all the way back. Yeah. In some way, that experience is still helping you to move forward in another area of life, even if you don't see it see yet. It. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you honestly, like I think in summation, it would really just be like, like you said, like just sit in and like, thinking about it I really think those are the times where we need to just be kind of like quiet and I don't mm-hmm. mean like quiet as a not talking but you know when you like just retreat and be a little bit still and yeah. you know those periods like those you might look like you taking a walk it might look like you listening to soul music or gospel or praying a little bit more than you were however yeah. 
you know, you're kind of drawn to doing that in a healthy way, do it. So, yeah. And even journaling is good. And and yes. I would call this like the winter season. It's it's yeah. a time if we think Absolutely. about life and we like life is cyclical and just like the seasons, we have four seasons there. There sometimes comes seasons in life yeah. where everything seems to have died. Like it just seems like everything's come to a standstill and everything's in yeah. hibernation. Mm-hmm. But we know, we know that we know that we know that spring is coming and then summer. Mm-hmm. So use that winter space as a pause, because let me tell you, when it is winter outside, I am in. Me okay. too. Mm-hmm. I don't do, I don't do that. Mm-mm. So just, just even how the animals go and they hibernate and the birds disappear and, you know, I, they yeah. go do what they need to do. If you are in life in a space that feels like that winter season, it feels like everything has died and, you know, everything is still use it to your advantage. And as you said, retreat, like even if you spend more time with yourself and just dig deeper and like look inward and just ask Mm -hmm. yourself, like, what is going on? What am I feeling? And and really have those conversations because just think about it in life in the summer, the summer's just passed now and everybody's like, Oh my God, summer was so busy. I was doing this, 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 and that. Right. So sometimes life is like that and you're just doing so much. You can't even pause to think. But in winter, listen, I have never okay. heard anybody saying their winter is turned up and they were out every weekend. I don't know those mm-hmm. people. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so it's a natural pause. So we should invite those natural pauses into our life as well. It's it's healthy. Yeah. It, it's just healthy. And then it allows us to see what do we need to cut off and leave in winter? And what are we taking forward with us into the spring season? Mm-hmm. So we can be curators of our life, so to speak, too, and just be tweaking things according to the seasons. Yeah. Um, that's a really good so way to look been, at it. You know, sometimes this is why we have the conversations, mm-hmm. right? So we learn and yeah. we grow together. And, you know, before we close on this show, one of the primary aims is to encourage women to prioritize their well-being, to pour back into themselves, to fill their cups, and just to honor their needs and have open conversations about wellness. And so I, as a wellness coach for myself, I see lots of women who who sometimes are struggling in different areas and they feel like they're alone and it's not true. And so I'm curious for you as an entrepreneur who also has a full-time job and is doing other things, have you ever gone through a challenge that's expect, um, impacted your well-being? And if so, what is a strategy that has helped you? Ooh, that's, that's a good one. Um, So I think burnout for sure was real. And that's why, like when I talked about setting the boundaries and all that stuff, I had to um it was as a result of burnout like I was just doing a lot of things and I was tired and I was just like I can't do this anymore so I think I think burnout was one I'm not exactly sure if there's a direct word for this issue but like not lack of a vision but lack of clarity like I just like where am I going I think that's something that I really have been like just navigating the past couple years so lack of clarity burnout just you know like where like finding my purpose like a lot of just you know meta like life stuff I've been kind of like just working through with the business and my work and then and then at the same time it's like okay so how do I now balance and like I that's why this is also the reason why um I really related to our conversation because now I'm in a relationship and I'm like oh my god I have to navigate having a whole man and having a whole job and having a whole podcast and having friends and having fam- like my family. It's just like, 
ah, what? And I'm one girl, everyone. Hello, <laughs> one girl. So everybody's tugging at you. Yeah. So it's like, and then at some point it's like, oh, you know, we need to spend some more time together. And I'm like, huh? <laughs> You're cutting it to my editing time. And then it's like, it's just, it's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I can give you 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, oh, hey, Jay, like, you want to come out for brunch? It's like, mm, okay. So the opportunity cost of me being at brunch means that I'm not doing laundry. I'm not working on my okay i'll come do brunch today but that means girl i'm not gonna see you for maybe two weeks and then so uh -huh. yeah just a lot that has been like what i've been struggling with and i think i also like i'm a recovering perfectionist and then when i get something wrong it really kills me and it eats at me so then i had a period where i was just dropping a lot of balls and i was just not like coming through for people and then that was also hurting me because i'm like guys i'm tired like i don't know what to tell you but you know and so I think what has really helped me is I've had to clearly like communicate. Like, I know that that sounds mm, communicate, but I've had to like, I've had to sit down and actually communicate like, you know, my relationship with my partner, like, Hey, like, you know, this, these are things that are important to me right now. And you know, this is where we're at. And we're also both in our hustle phase. So it just has to be a thing of like, okay, we're going to have to communicate better. We're going to have to make sure that we're prioritizing time for each other amidst our hustle but, you know, if I'm not answering, it's because I'm either doing this or I'm doing that. And like, you know, this is why. And I've had to do that with my friends. Like my girls know, like, she is really taking this podcast and thing seriously. We might see her like a couple of times a month, but this is not like an everyday after work drinks type situation. Like, yeah, it's just not going to be that. So I've had to kind of like <laughs> communicate to everybody, kind of set some boundaries. And then also even amidst that set time, set time for myself. Yeah. So, so yeah, I've set boundaries for other people. I've put alone time because what would happen sometimes is you do your nine to five, then you do your five to nine. And then now you're only left with maybe like the hour of like nine to 11 to really like do what you want to do. And then you have to sleep and then do it, wake up and do it all over again. So I've yeah. had to like schedule time for the weekends to get back in my health because I also was not really taking care of myself. I wasn't like I was eating right just by virtue of the household I grew up in, but I wasn't really working out. I wasn't. You know, so now I'm like, okay, I have to make time for these things. I have to make time for myself. I set boundaries for other people, communicated in different relationships. Um, honestly, gotten better at saying no because I was that person that would say yes to a lot of things just to try to like mm -hmm. help everybody. But now I just, if I can't do it, I'm gonna look at you and say, listen, I would really love to help you, but I just cannot. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know, so, so that, and then also being okay to ask for help. Yeah, like I'm getting better asking for help. It's hard these days because I think that, you know, if I'm asking people for help, especially with the podcast and the brand, I want to be able to put something in your pocket. Mm -hmm. But and so what I might do is, hey, if you can, if I can only pay you to help me do this on a on an as needed basis, then we'll do that. I don't necessarily have to pay you on a month to month basis. So mm -hmm. that, too, has really helped. So those are a few things that I'm like trying out that are that have really helped me. Oh, that, that was a lot. But that was so real. And I, I appreciate yeah. you, you kind of being so open. And I think the listeners can definitely relate with what you're saying and resonate. Mm -hmm. um, I think that it's just the intention of saying, what can I do in this moment to honor my needs? Mm -hmm. Am I checking in with myself? Do I need to yeah. make those tweaks? Like, I don't, I'm not sure that there's a perfect system out there that's like, okay, well now you've got it all compartmentalized and it's going to be perfectly weighted. 
when mm-hmm. I think of like even work-life balance, I, I never think of it as like, okay, we're, you know, it's 50% here, 50% there. I just think of it kind of as like, we're just trying to figure out how to hold everything up. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? And, exactly. and, and, and not drop any, any one ball, but mm-hmm. I think it's a constant, it's like a fluid thing. It's, it's going to be different. The needs are going to be different. There's going to be different seasons at different times where it's like, you need to spend more time with certain people. And then less time with others. And yep. you know, I remember my friends are like, we were planning like these girls dinners and they're like, okay, so um, once a month. And I was like, nope, I can do every other month. Like, yeah, like, I'm in multiple friend groups. Right. So I'm like, exactly. I, the I can't, you know, some people are just in like, you. Uh, it will get, let me tell you, let me tell you, because people have like one core group. And, and if you do like life is easy. Right. But when you're in multiple groups and then people are in multiple cities now, right? Like first time it's like everybody, my everybody I knew was in Mississauga for the most part. Mm-hmm. Now it's like I'm trying to plan with my friend who's in Ajax, plan with my sister who's yep. in Stony Creek. Like this is a lot of distance yep. <laughs> to cover. Mm-hmm. Um and different ways you want to connect with people too. So there's just there's just and again, if you have your own interests on the side too, yeah. it is still important to do things that are going to be joy. You don't want to spend your whole time living for other people, whether exactly. for your employer, whether for your partner, business, whether for yeah. your family. You've mm-hmm. got to live for yourself too, yeah. and not just in terms of self care, in terms of working out, eating well. Like, do things that are actually joyful for you, like like mm. take the walk because you enjoy joy. nature. Right. Yeah, like, yep. do, like whatever it is, if you, if you do podcasting, and you truly enjoy it, then great. Mm-hmm. But just find other ways to kind of be connected to your own self and just have nobody else there. Like now I know it sounds weird. But like I was like for Mother's Day, I'm like, I just want to be by myself. Like, you know, hotel. I told my husband, I was like, yeah. I want to go to a hotel by myself. Yeah. And I just I just I don't want to see yeah. anybody. Vacation. Exactly. And That's it. I'll celebrate with you guys tomorrow. You yeah. know, but I just want that time. For myself because I think that we don't get to spend a lot of time with ourselves mm-hmm. um just because of the nature of society and and different yep. societies are different but we western society North American society we really have to be more conscious and intentional to choose that time for ourselves because yeah. in other countries around the world man life is slower and and you have uh, an easier balance yeah but something about good old North Canada America? love Canada Oof. North America it's a little different so you got to be intentional but anyways, yeah. this has been such a good conversation, Chid. I know we could go on and on forever, but we'll just have to come back for part two. Of course. Please yes. tell the listeners, how can they find you? Tell them, plug your podcast again and yes. anything else that you want to share with us. For sure. So yes, if you, you know, if you're listening and you're like, oh, I want to listen to the podcast, Chid, for sure, you know, um, check out But What Do I Know podcast on, you know, any streaming platform where you, you know, listen to your podcast. You can also find us on Instagram at bwdik podcast and also on twitter well x it's being called now but we're most active on instagram that's where you can find like you know bts you can find reels all that sort of like behind the scenes stuff you can find all that stuff there and then if you're on apple spotify google whatever you can find the the audio podcast as well yeah that's pretty much it Yes. And all of those links will be in the show notes. So go check yes. them out. And like side note, Google podcast is becoming YouTube. YouTube. Yes. Make yeah, it make yeah. sense. I know. Anyways, <laughs> on that note, my friends and listeners, thank you so much for tuning in. And until next time, continue to serve yourself, your loved ones and your communities from a full cup.